now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Good morning. Hey, it is all about the buzz. I'm sitting here waiting. Push that second button and nothing happens. Like, go ahead and talk. You're live. And I also have a cough button because you know what? These are the first thoughts of the morning. The frog is in my throat. My name is Yolanda. Most people know me as that dryer buzz. And I just went live on not one, not two, but several platforms. But you can engage with me. All you got to do is tweet me at dryer buzz. And if this is your first time seeing it because you never heard of that before, you need to go to dryerbuzz.com d-r-y-e-r-b as in boy u-z-z what is dryer buzz hey it is everything that's buzzing and we just had a whole bunch of conversation this week it's on a sunday morning some of y'all are out there getting your church on with kanye okay let me just say listen I cracked myself up because I have no idea. You guys, I promise you, when I hit this button, those are my first thoughts of the morning. That's the first time I'm really, truly hearing my voice and I never know what's going to come out. But I wake up now and I wake up with a purpose and a mission and realizing if I have the breath of life, you're going to get a podcast. As they say in the South, good Lord willing, the creek don't rise. We really know what that means now, right? This is a generation. Old people have been saying that forever. The creek don't rise. And you're like, what does that mean? Because I used to live at the base of a creek. We had a creek that used to come through. It used to be a natural creek, but then Atlanta, the city of Atlanta and all of its zoning and planning decided we're going to poison that creek some point, at some point in life. And yeah, they did. But anyway, I'm sorry. I didn't mean to jump on that soapbox that fast. But I mean, truth is, this is truth, honesty, and reality what we, transparency. Uh, I am also live on my personal profile. And I say, you know what? I'm going to start putting this back on my personal profile so y'all don't have to hunt down what I'm saying about you. I'm going to talk about you. I'm going to talk about us. I'm going to talk about we. I'm going to talk about what we are doing in this world when we, as we live in public. And for those of you that even though we live in public and I've been sharing a whole lot, um, how to get out of bed is a journaling moment right next to my device that I'm recording this thing on and we find up in front of a live internet audience. And if you want to continue to just listen, go check it out over there on Periscope because you can turn it on and leave the platform and still hear it, right? You want to lean back, you can go pull it up on television right now with the Facebook Watch app or some of the other apps, YouTube. It's over. No, I don't know. Did I put it back on YouTube? I think I put it on YouTube. Listen, but if you go to dryerbuzz.com, where many of you have been going for the past 17 years, thank you, uh, you can find and decide where you would like to follow. And then, of course, make sure that you subscribe. It's all about the numbers. There are people out there. It's so much about the numbers. Can I tell y'all it's about the numbers? Let me tell you, it's Sunday morning and y'all are upset that there's a woman who decided she was going to buy the numbers. She was going to purchase the numbers for her baby. Okay. And the part that cracks me up is there's a lot about it that cracks me up because First of all, we get upset at the favor that people give to each other. You know, she's receiving, we're talking about Felicity Huffman and, and, and her other cohorts, you know, because they weren't the only ones all involved in this. The rest of them, they were able to suppress their stories, but these two couldn't do nothing but keep their stories stayed out there. So, you know, a couple, 
a pat on a, a hand. You know, I used to spank the babies like that when they were little. Man, they would scream and holler and cry. I'm like, I barely touch you. I'm trying to stay out of jail. I need to be whipping your behind. You know, <laughs> to this day, I'm like, I was just child. Let me tell you. Let me not go there. But anyway, she got 14 days. And see what you, I keep telling y'all, this whole negotiation, this is why I want you to wake up now. Let's talk about the end. This is Gary Busey, this word called now. It's about negotiations and negotiating. And a lot of us don't realize how, how, where that comes into play. A lot of us try to do that after the fact, like, wait, wait, let's fix that. Let's change. No, honey, that starts day one. But the fun, what I keep saying, the irony of it and the funny part of it is she was going to buy her child's way into school, but most people think she didn't buy her child's way into influencing as an influencer. I'm like, wait, okay, you, you know that part of their life is fake, but you think this over here, all this following this child got, y'all think that's organic. I'm just saying, it's like, you think they ain't been paying their way all this time? It's like, well, I don't understand why we can't just see the, see everything for what it is. It's like, okay, she, she ain't got no problems. Like, yeah, give me that 14 days, because if that's all you think I did, because let me tell you, I have, over the years, talked with prison inmates, and they're like, oh, yeah, I took that. I mean, there was even a case recently, like, come on, oh, yeah, that's all. I mean, I got pulled over one time for a stop sign. He was like, you ran the stop sign. Oh, okay, that's all you, okay, give me that. Let me sign that, right? I'm just saying, why do you think that's the only thing that they did? Because mm. that's, that's how limited we are. But let's just talk about, let's just talk about how I want you to wake up now. Uh, let me go back. I'm going to, you know, it's Sunday, so we're going to kind of go back and review. So that, let's see, that's Saturday. That's going to be Friday. Help me count back. It's Thursday, Wednesday, Tuesday, Monday. Come Monday. We talked about hindsight, honey. It was after the weekend of last weekend. And we needed to start our week out with some hindsight saying, like, okay, it's Monday. We've done this Monday thing over and over and over and over again in life. We need to. It's time for us to really look at some hindsight. And we realized that hindsight wasn't really 2020. It's only 2020. Uh, when you are leading, live, decide, and we talked about just lessons and learning, and we talked about usually the biggest hindsight lessons that we end up with is after heartbreak. Like you don't, because you don't want to feel that ever again. Other little things like you know, I remember growing up, we used to have these furnaces in the floor, and they would always say, "It's hot." You know how you tell a child, "It's hot, hot." Every child in the family had to learn it the hard way. Like still flying through the house, running through the house. Everybody has a little burn mark, right? Everybody, because, yeah, that, that's hot. We're talking about the old school furnaces, right? But then you remember you needed something to really help you not do that again. And then we talked about, we took from that, we built, we were building on this thing all week, y'all. And uh, we took from the hindsight and the heartbreak and like, hey, listen, guess what we do after heartbreak? We continue living. I know it's hard. It's trauma. It's drama. It's everything you can't get out of bed but then I say well you know what let's keep continuing to do these podcasts uh there is book one out there. there's a whole 90 episodes if you if you this right now is a little bit over your head you're like wait she's saying these lingo and languages and verbiages what what does that go to it what does she mean she Gary Busey in a word there's a whole 90 episodes out there on your favorite podcast platform that you can listen to binge on and catch up just look for Dryer Buzz on all your podcast platforms or social media. So we talked about living 
Like at some point, we got to realize there's some lessons trying to come through us in this life. One of these days, we're going to have to learn it because if we don't learn it, we're going to keep living in with depression, meaning that we're living too far in the past. And then we talk about the angst of anxiety, meaning we worried about what the past is going to do in the future. That's why I want to talk about today, how to wake up now and what that means. And then the next day, we talked about what choices mean. Man, we got some choices, y'all. Each and every day, we got choices and chances. Every second is time for a new chance. Every second is time for a new choice. And we talked about well, what do people want? It's too much normalizing. That's a buzzword for for nineteen for 2019. Normalizing. Normalizing. Everybody wants to normalize, never mind the fact they want to decriminalize some things because they want certain things to become normal again. You know, I just shared a picture of Tony Braxton. I was getting ready to go in. I was like, Tony Braxton know better than that. But I said, no, she don't. Because I'm just going to say, she want to get on the Forbes list like everybody else. J-Lo out there, you know, it's Hustler Weekend. I was like, okay, yeah, she trying to, she want to body up on J-Lo. Hey, do your thing. I, 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 and I, it's normalized at this point. I was getting ready to say, you know, we just don't do that. But then, you know what, hey, it's normal. It's, it's, it's normal now. The perception of it has absolutely changed. Go ahead, Tony. In fact, you should have did just like the rest of them. Just went on, put it all out there. I don't know why she's trying to um, put on other them two strings. You should have just took all that off. And just went. And I know, I said, I hope we never get to a day that we just tell a woman to do that. But, girl, I don't know what to tell you at this point because those are the choices. Those are the choices. With people, for people who want attention. I have it written down right here. It says choices, attention. Because people have choices, but they want more attention than anything else. There's a lot normalizing. We can't undo it. Those are the values. Uh, but then I said, you know, if you do it wrong, you're going to have to recoup the cost. And there are variances. As in one of those variances in, in these choices we're making today, they compromise our safety. They compromise our safety. So think about the investments you are making and your decisions. That's a whole podcast. That was a whole podcast. I forget what on... Monday, Tuesday, that was Wednesday. That was just Wednesday we had that conversation. So clearly, Tony Braxton did not listen. Somebody tagged, well, I think I did just tag her. But then you know what I said after, after all of that? When you realize that every second you have a chance and a choice, not an or. That's what we did this week. We were like, what's with all this or? Can't, why can't it be and? Remember as a child, your mother and dad and parents and whoever was involved in your life would say, you got to pick one. Or, or, no. You want it all, you, and there's nothing wrong with that, but you've got to be ready. So we talked about ready, and the only thing that's only one or a couple, there's a few things that keep you from being ready. Some of y'all were not ready when I went live just then, because y'all thinking, she's still over there sleep. She posted, she, she ain't going live yet. And then I went live, you we were like, bam. I dropped it like Beyonce. Beyonce out there, got all these people signing, all these NDAs, getting ready for this concert. But let me say this right now. Jay-Z, if you and baby boy come out there acting like Mufasa, I'm going to push you off the cliff myself because you already know Beyonce was negotiating about taking that Lion King theme on tour. She be Beyonce, I wrote the book, 27 Answers How to Rock Beyonce, and we broke down, we Gary Busey the word lemonade. The second letter in lemonade is what? E, it stands for, and Beyonce told y'all, I think Beyonce, because you know Jay-Z be out there, when y'all post, you know, y'all post your products online, y'all know Jay-Z. Be sitting out there buying like everybody's stuff, right? Okay, I'm just letting you know. Because Beyonce threw it up in the song, Pay Me My Equity, and that's what I wrote in the book. That Beyonce's out there getting paid in equity, and then she wrote the line in the book. Yeah, I'm narcissist like that, Beyonce. I know where you got it from. But that's all right, but thank y'all for... If you, you, who, you think somebody gonna write a book on Beyonce and Nate and Jay-Z? We're not B. 
B, read this, read, read this B. You know he did. But I'm just saying, you know doggone well, Beyonce's out there got folks signing the NDAs. Your best friend done signed that NDA, and they, like, disappearing for, like, 5, 16 hours a day. And you're like, where you going? Where are you? And they're like, I'll be back. They out there rehearsing. Cause you and you know they probably in one of these studio warehouses dance this that and the other. I I I I saw a dance group. Can I just tell y'all? And I was like, look, girl, you better tell me. You moms to work. They they will not mess with their Beyonce money because Beyonce trying to get on that, get higher on not on but higher on the Forbes list. And so you know she's out there. She done already licensed the Lion King and. Like y'all didn't know that, cause she didn't even post a trailer until they finished the negotiations. She didn't even she posted the trailer like a week or two into the movie on her page, and I'm like, oh, they don't sign the deal, cause this is what I do. I track, not troll. I track. I I have a serious surveillance going on because I need to write the second book on Beyonce, and I want to write the book, and I want to write the history book and the curriculum of how everybody tried to go licensing, get them licensing deals with Disney, and they don't do that. Right, but I'm gonna just tell you, Jay Z ain't growing a main for nothing. They going on tour, and, and you ain't seen them babies. You ain't seen them babies nowhere. They gonna bring them out there. That little boy gonna be what? What's it, Simba? I'm just saying. You know they some y'all know they somewhere filming Jay Z and the door. I mean Beyonce and the daughters. You know, sitting over there acting like Nala and uh, and and Beyonce got the baby baby girls playing. You know, Blue Ivy gonna be Nala. And then Beyonce going to be that Nala Mama, all that kind of stuff. Hey, can I tell you I did not like that movie? And I'm like, I got to go watch it again because I never really paid it any attention, you know, because there's only one part of it, of it that we like. And the, the part, like, y'all like that, the, the I won't say yelling, but that loud part that because it's a call to action. And since we do have a little semblance of Africa, uh, the one, one of those countries in, in all of us, um, we love that call to action part because that is the sound of a nation getting ready. It's a nation, that's a nation building call. But y'all also know that other song that we like that apparently they've been, they've been running around here for 50 years and they paid the, the original uh, person. And so finally somebody, some white savior, like, wait a minute. It, it, it's, it's the man over in Africa making money off this song. And he went and tracked down the dude's family. And they're like, well, we proud. He was like, proud? Y'all better come on here. Let's go get this money. <laughs> He took it. He went and got their money. Y'all, they over there pay. They proud and paid right now. They are proud and paid. Well, you know, we proud of daddy's song. Huh? He was like, do you know every generation, American generation, has somebody over there that has re-recorded this song and made it their own and making all this money off of your daddy's song? Their daddy doesn't. Somebody done came down the dusty road and told their daddy, you know, he down there, all that music coming out that good house while he out there working his dirt farm and said, dude, come sing in this can. Y'all saw that movie about people singing in the can. I'm just saying. So they told his daddy, their daddy to sing in the can and the song went internationally. The song's on Broadway two twice a day, right? And they like, we're proud of daddy. So he was like, uh-uh, we're going to get this money. And he took them. He was a, and, and he came across it. Uh, and, uh, and all the favor, and y'all, they mad y'all saying privilege, but all the favor he had in life, he, he was like, wait a minute, you know, it's, this, is, this is probably going too far. Let me make sure, let me see if these people are getting their money. We're proud of daddy. So he was like, well, I'm going to get you daddy's money. So now they over there in Africa, they're proud and paid. Because that's what I'm saying. You got to do it now. Negotiate. The end of your now is negotiate. But when we get to when we get to the Sunday part of this 
uh, podcast, we're going to talk about it. But you got to be ready. And the only reason you're not ready, the only reason you can't get ready, and the only reason you can't get out of bed, because your flaws keep taking over your plan. Your flaws keep taking over your plan. That was a podcast just this week. And if you go to dryerbus.com and catch the podcast link, you can go back and listen to that episode. Because we talked about you can't get ready because your flaws keep taking over your plan, making you victim. You are missing a solution and experiencing a bunch of FOMO as well as bullying. Because your fears won't let you get to your value. And then we like, once you know that, the next day, the other day, we talked about take over, wake up and take over, wake up and take over. And we talked about now. That's why we're going to, I'm going to elaborate. People like, well, drivers, can you elaborate on the now? We're going to Gary Busey the word now in just a minute. But I said, the one reason you can't take over because you don't understand what's happening now. And the main thing that you don't have that you can't take over is curiosity curiosity you keep dealing with the then you're trying to hang out in the pack and i let you know that the pack is where always in the back those who see their value they move forward you got to find out what's in it for you so that you can get your equity become a doer and get it done that was a whole last podcast y'all i'm telling you and this is hindsight because when i push this button i never know what i'm going to say i just say listen Guardian angels, y'all sit here at the edge of my bed, shake me, wake me, and let me get out here and podcast. And then I said, well, once you take over, once you understand the essence of taking over, Kanye's in Atlanta right now, taking over all pulpits, all them bishops sitting there like, I'm a folk at, y'all. Where the folk at? We got, we got, what Sunday is this? They're trying to figure out where all, everybody, not just the millennials, honey, let me tell you, they probably up there, I think on Stone Mountain, uh, visiting all these other churches. He done rolled through every church. Look. Kanye put out a post. If you can sing, we having church Sunday in Atlanta. So that's what all, I know. You got your friend just posted that they out there. They didn't tell you they were going. Let me tell you, that's how it go. Okay. But when you learn to take over, when you learn the takeover, that you you must wake up and take over, guess what's going to happen the next day? Not the next day, but, you know, whenever you, whenever you start believing what I'm telling you. Some people take a long time. You wake up famous. And I, I talked about this whole Wake Up Famous thing. And I'm going to take it a little bit further. We're going to do a whole ass event on Wake Up Famous. I'm like, wait a minute. That's a book. That's a, that's a course. That's a, take that, okay? But and I, and, and I'm gonna, can I tell y'all after we did this, after I finished this podcast, I went out into the world and realized, whoa, I woke up famous again. I woke up famous again. I got a chance. I was listening to an interview about the movie Harlem Godfather. You already know that is my number one uh, viral interview out there that's been out there probably 10 to 12 years. Number one YouTube video that I have over there on uh, on YouTube. Um, and it was where after the movie American Gangster, the number one, I don't know if it was number one because they, they um, and I don't know, did Denzel get the award that year? I, I, I remember it's Oscars. Um, I'm trying to think. They snubbed. They didn't snub. They nominated her. They nominated Ruby Dean, but they did not give her that award, and they can't, you know, go back now. But those are one of the many, many mistakes that the Oscars have made over the years, um, and she should have because she had been blacklisted all of her life because she supported the struggle of blacks in America, um, very much like Monique um, and so forth. So, let me um, say this. You wake up famous. And so I was riding in the car yesterday and I hear the actress that's getting ready to portray the role of the woman I interview in this in this interview podcast. One of the one of the best podcasts I 
ever did, right? I'm so glad. I'm, and I remember, let me tell you, because I remember waking up that day and I saw the press release and I was like, there's no way. There's no way they're going to grant me this. Like, who am I? You know, because we do that because all you right around, you're like, who do you think you are? And then you start saying, well, who am I? I was like, you know, let me just let them know. I got a little something, something going on. I got a little, got a little blog over here. I got a little live interaction. I got a little podcast. They were like, she would love to. Not only would she do the podcast, she wants to spend the day on social media. She wants to come and hang out in the chat room. And y'all know back then it was an audio video chat room. Y'all don't know because y'all ain't, y'all ain't experienced that yet. Okay. Y'all, yeah, yeah, I think you kind of get a little bit of it at Facebook. Facebook is not as genuine and authentic as it was back in the day. And so we're talking about the late widow, the late wife um, and widow, well, I guess the late wife of Bumpy Johnson. So I got a chance to experience the Harlem Renaissance, um, the Harlem uh, um, in all of its grandeur, um, in all of its gangster, and <laughs> all of it got the the. And I'm I'm like I need to go listen, sit back and listen to all of this too because I have the YouTube video which is just ten minutes of it because you know back then you could only load ten minutes and you have to know ten minutes after ten minutes. And I was like, no, I'll just put ten minutes over there and excerpt and I'll direct them back to the original content. And so it's out there and people go and listen to this thing on a daily basis because people are often always forever those who are always and forever learning. You cannot learn about America without learning about Harlem. Um, and so forth, and and it's gangster mentality because America was built up on gangsterism, and it still is to this day glorified gangsterism. So she wanted to come, and um, she was co-authoring a book with Karen E. Kiana S. Miller, who at the time was one of the top essence authors. Um, you know, back in the day when we were reading everything we could consume that was written for and for and by black women, um, we. I mean, I was like, she's, man, she's got all these awards. She's, you know, there's no way she's going to let me interview this lady. And, but then at the time, there was nobody mastering social media the way I was. Still isn't. But anyway, so anyway, I got the interview and it was right after the movie. And the movie was, she wanted to refute the movie and the lifestyle of now the late Frank Lucas, who just recently passed. So, um, there have been movies in the past about uh, Bumpy Johnson, but this movie that's coming out has Forrest Whitaker. And you know Forrest is real selective about his roles. So the actress who's going to play M- Mrs. Mamie Johnson said in the interview, she said, in order to prepare, you know, I consumed everything around her book. And I was like, oh, but that ain't but one interview out there. And I mean, I'm riding down the street and I'm like, and I'm listening to her. She's talking about all this stuff. And I'm like, oh, she's talking about the book. She's talking about the interview. She's talking about all this stuff. I'm like, she's talking about how adamant. She's like, man, and she was just so adamant, you know. And let me just tell you, I was in my giddy moment. And I'm like, and then, and then I heard Billy D and, and that success is nothing <laughs> without someone to share it with. And I'm like, damn, and I'm riding the car, and I'm like having this moment, knowing that it was so important to bring her voice to life as a narrative. And I don't know if you guys knew it, but early on in the in the early on in the days of curating curating our essence online, it was about bringing that voice through that narrative, not just having that book out there. But you can now generations will now go back and listen to our voices and that's one of the reasons why it's so important to podcast and why you should have 
people t- telling their stories. You know, uh, the other day I'm like, I know I probably, I know there's got to be a piece of audio that I've done out there with my mom. I think I did do a podcast. I was like trying to find it. Let me tell you. So you can now people are going to listen and they go and they listen to this thing on a daily basis. I get the hits, the numbers, I get the comments, and I'm like, man, every day. Somebody is learning or trying to learn the hindsight of that error because it was such an error that Harlem, um, as as many say today, and, and let me tell you, don't be don't be afraid that Harlem is changing because everything goes through these cycles and people are people are are, are terribly afraid that they're losing the essence of Harlem with the whole gentrification thing. You know, Clinton was the first one to go in there, like, why are you coming this way? You know, start buying up. Harlem, him and he and Hillary wanted to go make their lives in Harlem. So that's what y'all get for giving him, giving him carte blunt clout, you know. And then he came in there and started buying up, and now everybody's afraid. You go, you like, you driving down 120, like, we don't, we in Harlem yet? They're like, yeah, we've been in Harlem. No, we ain't. This ain't Harlem, you know. I'm just saying, I have walked the hot streets of Harlem. I'm just saying. Um, and so the Malcolm X Boulevard and all that kind of stuff, right? So there's overwhelming concern. So there's so much around this movie. This is why it's important for you to recognize your choices and your chances. And I'm so glad I went for that chance and and had the choice to go for that chance Um, because here it is today. And it's like, man, that's what that's what that's what I wanted when I when I started this online thing. And when I started blogging, I didn't do it for that day. I knew a day would come. And it was like, yeah, it took a long, it took a long time. <laughs> However, that's what I wanted. I, when I said I wanted to do this, I just want to archive our history, and I call it history. I want to take the voices of these women, and I want to put them on something called Dryer Buzz, and I want to put them out there so that people will always be able to go and get the essence of Dryer Buzz. When I first put my Dryer Buzz article out there, tried to go to the search engines, and it started coming up, you know, how to repair your dryer, all these different noises, and now when you go to those search engines or wherever you go, and you put up Dryer Buzz, and you find out that, whoa, this is the story of women told every day, when on earth can you get the story of women told every day, every day? And that was the one edge I had over everything that came behind me is mine is the story of women told every day. Everybody want a podcast. Can you do it every day? I can. If I wake up with a breath of life, you're going to get a podcast. So sometimes, guess what, people? When you do all of that, you're going to wake up famous because it's about now. And I also talked a little bit about the haters. I always have to tell you guys, you see somebody shouting out haters, run. Run, because they make errors. They don't know the value, and they just basically want some attention. Now we here we are. Here we are. Here we are today. We're talking about now. And I thought about this a lot yesterday because we really wanted to Gary Busey the word now. And I, and I threw it out there. I'm like, okay, naturally, everybody wants to say that, you know, it's about your numbers and negotiating. It's about ownership. Um, we are part of a culture, of society, and this ethnicity, black and brown. Uh, there's not a lot of ownership in what we do. There's not a lot of on. There is, but not. It ain't legit, right? We don't. We don't. You know, we we set a lot of trends and people take them and run and this, that, and the other and all those kind of things. We don't focus enough on ownership. And when people oftentimes want to want to. Let me give you the best example. Uh, the difference between Oprah and Gail is. Oprah wants to own a piece of everything. Now, Gail, she probably got a percentage. I guarantee you. She got a little bit. She's going to probably inherit it all. But the difference in that, and and not only just them, um, there are a number of 
places we can go. I remember there was a time when one of the bishops, one of the big bishops around here, uh, changed from changed their bylaws that they could then own this, that, and the other, and people were in the uproar. Well, you know, the church is tax exempt and nonprofits and all that, not supposed to own anything. And they were like, "Well, we're gonna change that because it's about business." You know, these these services have become, you know, take that all take that altar away, put a stage up there. Um, we need to start charging for some of these seats. You know, people sit down here. They need to have the biggest tides and, you know, and all this kind of stuff. I mean, ownership, right? Well, let's just talk about some stuff that's legit. There, one of the things that I do and I have to do is watch the Forbes list. And so I'm monitoring how people are entering the Forbes list. And the beauty industry has been one. Of course, naturally being dryer buzz. When it comes down to the end of the fiscal year and we look at the strides that were made, out of the community, um, when we look at the beauty industry, it's like, you know, that was one industry that people were struggling to hold on to because we had such, we had, has always have had such unique beauty standards that people were trying to maintain the ownership in those standards. And it's something that has just been, um, totally lost, although cycling back through. Um, but when you look at the Forbes list and the people that entered the Forbes list for beauty standards, um, I don't think there was an African-American one, although there's one that's getting plenty close. And so we took a couple of years and we were like, wait, we want to make sure that an African-American woman gets on this list for our beauty standards. And you have to go sit at a table, a part of an association. And so I was like, okay, let me come in. Let me look at this association. And it was an association of beauty uh, industry, black-owned and and they were like, man, Yolanda, we can't do this. We can't get it. And I was like, well, what is the problem? You know, you got all these members in this association of black-owned uh, beauty stores, industries, and so forth. What's the problem? Why is it that y'all can't get somebody on this Forbes list for beauty, for our, for our unique beauty standard? And you know what they told me? And there's a podcast out there with this information because it's a question that people answer all the time. And as you drive through communities, Harlem, Atlanta, all these communities, and you see all these places that used to be black owned and, and where we spend it, our uniquely spend our money. Um, they said to me, we can't, even though people have joined the association, they don't want to purchase together. They don't want to purchase together. They could not get members in the association to buy their supplies together so they could get them at a rate that would allow them to be competitive. And that is us across the board. It's in our DNA, y'all. It's in our, it's, I promise you it's in our DNA. And we, we keep hoping that a generation will be born that won't have that syndrome. Some of y'all like to say we get it from this place and get it from that and the other and all that kind of stuff. I'm telling you, the one thing that I do each and every day and the one thing I'm able to blog about it, I'm able to come on here and podcast about it, is our is behaviors. I monitor each and every day. I did it as a job. I do it as a as part of because one thing, if you have any type of media outlet, if you are curating any kind of content, the one thing that you must know, and I've sat down with the experts, okay, show me how to monitor these demographics because if you get in front of anybody or with any kind of intent to do anything, you must know who you're doing it for, why you're doing it, who's going to consume it. When I hit this stop, when I hit this uh, record button, to record this podcast, I have to know that there are demographic, 
that demographics out there. And the demographics that, that for this one, I'm talking to people who can't get out of bed. I'm talking to people who can't get ready because people come to me every day and I have to sit down and they, we talk about how to create buzz because they know, oh, wait, she's the author of 27 Answers to Create Buzz. She was in the room when they plugged the internet in and she knows where this thing is supposed to be by 2020 and here's where you need to go. Go talk to her. So they go over to this place I have online that y'all, some of y'all are like, where is it? It's at Ask Dryer Buzz. It's Ask Dryer Buzz. And there's 27 answers over there for everything, right? But the one thing that you must understand, there's old school demographics and there's new school demographics. And we keep trying to get away from it, get behind and get over, get under, go around the old school demographics because they've never uniquely, succinctly worked for us. But now today in the new demographics, man, we're going to get left out of those too because there's this thing in our, in our, in our DNA that we can't seem to at all, if ever, just simply work together. So I'm going to, I'm going to write that down because I ain't got nothing on this page. We're just in a review format. Well, you're now, you're now, we Gary abuses the word now. I'm going to, I'm going to break it down to this. I thought about it all day yesterday and I'm like, I know negotiate is a thing. People are like, well, I'm not, who am I negotiating with? You're not there yet. First thing you got to negotiate is with yourself. Suppressing all that stuff that you believe you can't get out of bed. And I'm, I'm telling you like, well, why are we talking about I can't get out of bed? Okay. You might be on the wrong podcast because that's what we talk about. This one right here, I know it sounds like buzzing or bashing. It sounds like a little bit of leading women, but those podcasts ain't today, okay? Leading women is on Tuesdays, all right? You're like, well, wait, I'm trying to get the woman's perspective. That's on Tuesday, okay? I'm like, right now, I'm like, we're talking about, like, just how to get out of bed, okay? Everybody has problems, can't get out of bed, right? So if you want just the woman's perspective on that, Join me on Tuesdays, 4 p.m., same live environment, same podcast platforms. You're like, wait, I thought we were going to bash some folks. We, we, the bashing is still up in there because that's what we do. We either buzz it or we bash it, but that's Saturday. And then, you know what, I didn't even do one yesterday. I was busy, right? It's like, it's out there. Go over there to dryerbuzz.com, click the page, and check out the episodes of Buzz It or Bash It. Right now, this is where we come in. We're like, okay, well, we talk to people who can't get out of bed because they can't get ready. They can't, they don't have, they don't know what the hindsight should be. They can't take over because I, all week long, come Monday, I got appointments tomorrow, tomorrow. You can get one if you go to askdryerbus.com. And I got to talk to people about how to take over. And I'm telling them, here's how you take over your industry. You ask me, I got one answer for you. Ask Caroline Simmons. Caroline Simmons um, provided the grill that I'm getting ready to go in the kitchen. When I get done with this, I'm going in the kitchen, set up the video, and I'm going to grill a piece of salmon. I ain't going to cook the whole meal. Patty Betty going to have to finish the meal. I just need the content. I'm going to, you're going to watch on this, on this same timeline. You're on there in just a few minutes. It's marinating right now. Okay? You're going to watch me grill a piece of salmon. On an indoor grill. I ain't going outside in the high sun. It's, it's Atlanta, September in Atlanta. It's still 100 degrees. Ain't nobody grilling outside, okay? And I got to get it done because I want this is how I want you to grill before game time. And game time, Lord, y'all, those eagles are in town. And y'all know I'm trying to ride the Falcons bandwagon. Y'all know and they already they already zero and one. Started out the season losing. We need, and they, they keep saying the preseason don't count. I'm glad the preseason don't count because they didn't win but one of those. So I'm glad the preseason don't count. All right now we we got one goal. We got one goal right now. One goal. One goal. It ain't even the win call. We're trying to keep Dan Quinn job. We're trying to help Dan Dan Quinn keep his job. So please, Matt Ryan, I know you probably on your way, if not already to stay. Oh, the game, the game, oh no. I think the game is late game. Oh my God. That means they could be listening. Shh. Okay, wait. 
Wait, is it a late game? Somebody help me out. I'm trying to remember. Y'all know I'm on the bandwagon. I, I, I was hoping it was a 1 o'clock game and they were already getting ready to start. But I think it's, I think it's a late game today. Oh, I think it's a late game. Oh, my God. Wait, that means they got more time. Okay, I need, I need, I need. Oh, my God. And Julio got his money, but then they, they like, well, damn, we gave. First of all, we bought them a billion-dollar stadium. Then we gave Matt Ryan all his money. Then we gave, what's his name, Freeman. He got all his money. And Julio got all his money. Jesus, my, they, this is rocking my nerves. And you know you know how I feel about signs. Y'all know how I feel about signs. Okay, let me tell you what the sign. Can I just tell y'all the sign? Yesterday, I'm out and about. Y'all know me. I'm driving. And you know how I am in my commute because I'm already thinking about, man, I like that podcast, Wake Up Famous, Wake Up Famous. Now I got a Gary Busey's word. Now, I'm riding up 85. I'm just chilling, 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 riding up 85. I hear all these sirens. I'm like, man, you know, traffic's locking down. The grid locks in where they happen. I'm like, oh, what don't happen now? So they're all like, oh, those are motorcycles. Oh, that's an escort. Oh, it's an escort coming. Who is it? Who is it? I got to ride up 85. This is how I this is how I am going into a Falcons weekend. See, when you let me tell y'all, test the devil. We're gonna put this on the devil. I don't know. We put it on who to put it on. But the test. I'm trying to here I am trying to ride the Falcons bandwagon. Who's I look up who rides beside me in the HOV lane? Who is riding beside me all escorted in the HOV lane except for the Philadelphia Eagles? Bus after bus after bus after bus after bus after bus after bus riding up 85 right next to the Philadelphia. I just like, I'm just going to pull over. Let me just pull over. Let me just let them go on by. Here I am trying to ride the Falcons bandwagon and here come the devil going to ride the Philadelphia. You're going to ride them like really right beside me. Bus after bus after bus after bus. I got to sit look up. Like, is that, the, is that the freaking quarterback, right? Is he on the bus? Or he's like, really, really, the whole, the whole line, really, really, the whole boot, whoever. I don't know who on this bus. But let me ask y'all this. How come the um, NFL ride through with less fanfare than the college teams? I mean, I'm like, I'm trying to ride the Falcons bandwagon. And then I got to ride. I got, here's how life will test your dedication. All right. I want to, like, I don't even know if to do the thumbs up or the thumbs down. I don't even know to get excited, get giddy, because I'm like, it's the whole-ass Philadelphia Eagles right here. Whole-ass Philadelphia Eagles. We both riding the Buckhead. I'm like, really? Y'all going all the way the same direction I'm going? Like, really, the whole the whole way? Y'all, wait, y'all getting off at the same exit? Really? Really? Testing? Y'all going to, like, just test my... Test, you know, I, I can't tell a falcon from me. I can't tell a bird from a bird, right? I'm just like, it's a bird. A bird is a bird. No, it's not. One is a falcon, one is a eagle. I ain't even the one that made, the guy, the dude on the radio, he even said, they down there having a party. He said, meet us at the eagle. He said, I mean, falcon. See, y'all ain't even loyal to your doggone self. I like, really? They, okay, but I got to stay on the bad wagon now. Let me just go back, okay? But that, I thought that was just so heck of funny. I would say hella funny, but it's like that. That was so heck of funny to me. I was cracking it. I'm like, I'm just gonna be tested. So what was I? Let me go back to what I was talking about. We're talking about the beauty industry and talking about the takeover. So let's go back. We talk about now. So I was trying to. I'm like, they cracked me up, y'all. I promise y'all, that's how life will test you. Go. Let me stop for a second. Tell y'all to go to askdryerbuzz.com. You can. Book uh, your appointments for tomorrow and this week. If you want to take over tomorrow, I got your takeover. And I was talking about Caroline. I, yeah, I see how I got off. I was talking about Caroline. Uh, we met up this week. 
But prior to meeting up this week, Caroline went to our wish list on Amazon to support the season two of In the Kitchen with Dryer Buzz. And those who have businesses, you know, you come to me, you talk about you're an entrepreneur, you got a business. I'm like, who do you sponsor? And then you know how y'all getting your feelings and folks asking for money. I'm like, okay, get thee behind me, Satan. But Caroline was like, hey, listen, I just got you something off your wish list. And it was the indoor grill. And she got it Labor Day weekend. But we had such a busy weekend. But now... I said, ooh, I can use it for um, the, the Sunday football. So we're going to go in to the uh, Caroline Simmons uh, Realty's Sponsored Grill. And we're going to grill a piece of salmon and show you how to do that, hopefully, because I don't set off the smoke alarm. But it's actually smoke-free indoor grill, so I can't set off the smoke alarm. So we're going to grill this salmon that's already in there marinating. But like I said, if you're looking for In the Kitchen with Dryer Buzz, it's coming back for season two, so stay tuned for that. I wanted to move to Thursday. And everybody was like, no, because you want me to make it on Wednesday so y'all have time to shop and then cook these things up. Oh, okay, well, anyway, got to know what your people need. But let's talk about, go back to now. So shout out to that. Um, and I'm just saying that because some people are on my, I'm, I'm broadcasting on one of the platforms where people expect all this stuff. These people, when you start doing things, people expect you to be consistent with it. That was a podcast as well. So, okay, let's get back to the topic. It says, wake up now. So, I spent all day yesterday trying to uh, Gary Busey the word now. And I love saying his name because I love saying people's names. You have to say people's names. I heard on a podcast, not a podcast, I was listening to an interview uh, the day, he, and they were talking about, they say, they were talking about, I think they said the third time a person dies or something like that is the last time their name is uttered. And that's why it's so important that you name children after people because one day there's going to be somebody that doesn't utter their name. That's when that person dies. It says the person dies again the last time somebody says their name. And I thought about that man. And I, I remember I spent that day just uttering family members' names, you know, uh, and I was trying to go back as far as I could. And I remember as a child, they made sure that we knew all these different names. And I remember when I went to this conference, uh, Let Us Make Man. I took my son. Anybody want to know how to raise a man? Go take your take your sons to this uh, conference that happens every year called Let Us Make Man. And I remember I went to this um, work. I went to one of the workshops and. It was the family tree for you to be able to fill out this family tree for your son that you must take them back eight, not eight, not eight generations, but at least give them eight people. And I'm like, really? You got to be able to give them eight people. Now, mind you, I, I, I immediately instantaneously gave my son five because I gave him five names that he must utter when he says his name. He must utter all these names because he will he will always and forever. Always have to speak the names of the men, his men, the men in his family, his lineage, his father, his grandfathers, and his great grandfathers. Those are five. He carries those names. And then think about the generations to come that will always utter my son's name. In essence, uttering all those names. Yeah, you got to do that stuff for these young people, right? Because when people stop, there's going to be a time when people won't utter a person's name and they no longer. So, and I'm not trying to say I'm giving that honor. To Gary Busey, I'm just saying, I like saying a person's name because that's part of the blog and keeping those stories going. When I think about this movie that's coming out, and you know, had I not done that interview 10 years ago, this woman wouldn't have been able to prepare for this role because I was the only one that really gave the, the auditorial or oratorical voice 
to that thing. You know, like uh, those of you that are going out to listen to the slave narratives, to be able to hear the voice, not just go and see a movie or a roller, but to hear the voice of those who were, who, who, who overcame, who um, surpassed the American dream walking off these uh, slave labor camps that went on, that existed in America, and those who walk around here still to this day thinking that stuff should still be in existence. I'm just saying, you got to say this stuff out loud. This is why I love podcasting, because I don't have to go get dressed and put on the makeup, comb the hair, and all that, like, just let it flow. Okay, now, write this down in your journal. Let's get back to the journal, because I only have two things written down, and there's now, and there's together, and we're at 45. Okay, so I, yesterday I spent all day trying to figure out how to break down this word. And, and I know when I talk about negotiating, I know that's, that's at a level where everybody's not there. Let's break it. And I say that's one conversation that I've been having um, that I have with people. I show people how to negotiate. Negotiating means overcoming objections, right? And when I was in sales, um, I would win all these awards because the one thing I can do is overcome objections, right? I was always top seller because if you came to me saying you can't do something, you won't do something, I could get you to do it, right? Look at all y'all online right now, okay? But anyway, so I was like, I got to make it simpler, got to make it simple, more simple, more simple, more simple. And you know what I thought about? Because at first we had negotiate, ownership, and winning, right? And I was like, I don't like that. That's too cheesy. That's too buzzword. You know, it, it make a nice t-shirt and all that. Everybody wants to win. But, Yolanda, you know, you got people that can't get out of bed. You got people that can't get out of bed. Everybody, they're looking at their timeline. They think everybody's winning, and they're not. You know, they don't understand that everybody got trauma, everybody got drama. Because people, you know, they post all the good stuff. You know, they post when they post when they, they post when they get the nails done. But you don't see them the month between when you, you got to go back and get that manicure, right? You know, you can't even understand what they're saying because you all up in the manicure. Like you, I, I, I have people come to me and they're like, "Well, you know, I want this success." I want no, you don't. You want, you want, you want her makeover or her manicure. That's what you're showing me, because I, I can tell you better go get the makeup done. And you, we can go do the makeup and do the photo shoot, and you can post that. And be happy. But if you want the equity out of this, you want some equity. You want, you want this. You want some longevity, right? I can, I can tell you how to go viral, like right now. I can help you take over today and go viral. But, and we can definitely amplify what you're doing. But if you want to maintain that altitude, like I said, I got a post out that has been viral for 10 years, uh, probably 12 or 14. I can't add no more, right? It's been out there that long, but it's been viral. It's about to hit millions, okay? I'm just saying. And never mind the video with the mac and cheese. I got a six second mac and cheese video out there that people over there licking. I'm like, what? I don't need to know that you licking your phone. I'm just saying, right? It's like it's like it gets, it's at a five thousand percent increase daily, hourly, and it's just simply a pick of mac, a video of mac and cheese with the ASMR and all that kind of good stuff, right? But I want to know, wait, why? How, how is it so creamy? Uh, go watch the video. You know what I'm saying? So I can make you go viral. That's not a thing. And when Caroline bought that grill, I was like, let me give you, let me give you, I'm gonna give you the one number one. I'm going to give you the number one real estate. I'm going to give you the one tip that's going to make you close, get some contracts this week. And I gave it to her. And I said, I'm just going to give it to just you, just simply because you support in the kitchen with Dryer Bus. The rest of y'all can get it when you go, when you go over to AskDryerBus.com. If you're a realtor out there and you want the one tip, that one thing that everybody's looking for that's causing everybody to do that contract, to buy, to purchase, make that purchase. If you want that one tip. Because y'all are saying all this other stuff, and that ain't even it. 
It's one thing. I promise you it's one thing. And she was like, she went and posted, just got the best advice ever. So I know. See, that's the kind of feedback I want. So let me tell you. No, I'm not going to tell you that. But go to AskDryerBuzz.com. Let's talk. Here come the dog creeping in. Okay. So I wanted to make it simple of how to get out of bed. Here it is. Needs over wants. Write that down. Write that down. Take it with you. As I get ready to get out of here. And you got to do it together. You want to know. I just. How did, how did I survive the last five years? I went to a conference. And some of my good friends listening right now. Were in the room. And I just called y'all friends. So there you go. Okay. I, every, I'm sitting in this conference. And I got all this angst. And I got all this anxiety. Because I'm getting ready to go through this thing. And I'm doing it. It's like I hear y'all. I hear y'all on the self-care. And I hear y'all on the, you know, the automation. And I hear y'all. No, I didn't even hear people say that. You know, this is what I'm like. But y'all don't understand what's going on. I done been on the grind. I done been on the no sleep. I done did all of that. That's not it, y'all. I'm telling y'all that's not it. And they were in the, in the lady that came here. She came here from Texas. And a friend of mine said, and I love this. A friend of mine said, you know, you need to come to this conference because this ain't what y'all do. Y'all don't share shit. I'm just saying. But my friend was like, okay, I see what you got going on over there. You need to come. You need to be here. Thank you. Sean Thomas, entrepreneur. This is where you need to be. Come and be in this room with me. Because I'm like, Sean, where you going? Where is you? Where you disappearing to? She said, listen, come and go with me to this. And I stood up in that room, and all the, all the women in the room were like, here's what I want. You know, I want to I wanna be a speaker, and I want this. I'm like, I've done all of that, you know. And I'm sitting, and I'm like, just really about to lose my mind because I know I'm facing, I'm facing having to walk away from all this. I'm facing having to stop blogging. I'm like, I'm facing having to shut it all down. And I'm like, and I'm not hearing how, and I know this is not, I know it's not necessary. I know it's not done. So I stood up at the conference. And, there was, and, the, uh, and wonderful sister came here out of Texas to have this very intimate, you know, what they call the masterminds and all that. And so everybody was going around the room like, listen, what they want. Cause she was talking to the stuff that I'm talking about, you know, find an association, find your group, your team and all this kind of stuff. And um, and so and, and I'm going to tell you, y'all, you never really get them at the conference. You get you get what you need, depending on where you are after the conference. Like when we went to dinner. Okay, we hung out. When all of us hung out afterwards, that that those people that say, "Hey, listen, okay, come on, let's go and get this follow up, this follow through." You know, you leave the room and you're like, "We need to connect. We need to work together. We need to do this." So, I stood when, when it came to my time to say what it is I want, and I literally said, "I said I need, I want to take, I want to take a year off. I need to take a year off." And all the women were like, "Who? What do you mean? We all grinding. Who do takes a year off?" And I said to them, "Y'all, I've been at this a long time." And you can't, we can't keep doing this and not have an exit strategy. And now all these people were in startup mode. So they didn't understand what I meant by this whole exit. I'm like, what's the exit strategy? But the sister that was hosting the thing, she was like, I, I got you. That's all she said. She said, I got you. And I'm like, okay. You know, and I'm like, okay, I said it out loud. The universe is going to pull this stuff together to me. Because please don't tell me to stop sleeping because I'm not sleeping now. You know, please don't tell me to keep grinding because I've been grinding. I'm like, I'm supposed to be able to take some time off and, and deal with these priorities. That's been my life, right? And so I've got to place my needs over my wants. And when I did that, and I remember, and I started flashing back to all these things. You know that big rewind you get in life. Like, whoa, whoa, whoa. All this stuff coming back. And once I said it, 
and I realized it. Okay, you've got to make, even though you've got choices and chances every second, you still got to make these decisions. And yes, it's going to be some extreme FOMO, but the FOMO subsides, y'all. Write that down. FOMO. It comes up. Fear of missing out, if you don't know what that is, right? Because I'm, I'm like, man, if I take this year off and then, and here I am taking a year off and then blogging, you know, it explodes into a whole nother level and all this other stuff, you know, but I had done all that. And I still to this day have to tell myself, like, you know, I wanted to be at the Diddy party. I was like, well, girl, you were at the Diddy party 20 years ago. You know, you were all up in the Diddy reality show 20 years ago. It's like, you might not, you you know, that great patch on the side, you might not want to be up in there right now. And I have to continue to tell myself, this is what I tell myself, you know, there has never been a person who won the race and got back in it. That's how I, that's how I deal with my FOMO. There's never been a person that crossed that victory line and went back to the start line and ran it again. They, you run, you, you, it's another race. Like, you know, and I look at at Serena, you know, there's some races I can, I can keep, I can keep competing, but I got to savor the trophies that I have. I've got to savor the wins that I've already had. Even Serena, when she was, um, she was giving a speech recently, because, you know, y'all only stick, stick with the, 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 uh, trending stuff. And she was talking about savoring, um, these victories that she's already, already done. You know, she's got the victories. She got the richest man. She's got her family started, you know, all of that kind of stuff. And I, mean, I guess I have to throw that kind of stuff out there. But when I placed the needs over the wants, yes, I had written an amazing book. Yes. I was getting ready to travel the world. And, but my guardian angel's like, you still got time. We got to place the needs over the wants. And when I, when I stop dealing with all the past and stop having, stop having all that anxiety about the future. And I was like, what's, what's, what's needed now? What's now? Uh, everything started to make sense. Okay. Here's what we can do. We can automate. We're going to write the books. We're going to write the books. So therefore when I can't go and give a talk, it's like, I can send y'all the case of books, you know, um, I can't be there, but give me a booth and I'm going to, send some books and I'm going to sign some books and I'll put somebody in a booth or I can't go. I can live stream. You can, you beam me up, you know, so a lot of stuff I, I live stream to, um, there were things that I despise. I was like, well, I can't, I'll sponsor, you know, I'll, I mean, you, I had to figure out a way to do it because I needed to take a year off. I just wanted to, I just wanted a year off to understand what was happening in the household, the kids, you know, all graduating, getting ready to go off to college, um, doing all their different things, starting their careers, all this stuff. And then I had the situation going on with mom. But luckily, because if you go back to this thing where I talked about the plan, let me go back to where was it? Where, where, where did I write down plan? I had a plan. Let me see. Where did we do the, which one was it? I'm turning back into the journal. See, this is why I love I love journaling, right? Where did I do the plan? I'm looking, y'all. I don't remember where I had it. I wrote it down. Didn't we just talk about it? Let me see. Oh, there we go. Ready. Ready, flaws, plan, victim solution, FOMO, bullying, fears. And let me tell you, again, we're trying to shut it down. That bullying thing, it comes into it because people, look in the music industry, like um, when people want to like take a break. 
you know, and the industry, these industries start bullying people. They start telling the people, certain people are crazy, you know, when they want to get off stage and go and take a break. I just want to take a year. Can I tell y'all? Here's a, here's a caveat. Is that what it's called? Here's the, here's the, uh, the, the caveat. <laughs> I don't have enough, another word. That one year, because I put the priorities in place of what was needed over what was wanted, needs over wants, right? I want to be famous, but why? Why do you, you want to be famous for? I wanted to be famous for the person that has priorities. I wanted, I wanted to be that my family was so important. And here's what, here's what my family needed. They needed that year. They needed that. That's all. Just that one year. But when I tell y'all, I am finishing up not one, not two, not three, not four, but right now, this day in 2019, and I'm recording this uh, for whomever's going to use this as their this hindsight as their foresight. Five years, five. I'm I'm finishing up year five, and because when we when I decided, okay, it's time to do what's needed over what's wanted, we then it, me became a we. It became it became a family, okay. So I put the FOMO aside. You can scratch through the FOMO. We became a family. We started working on these things together. I automated the blogging. I automated people like you just took five years off. If this is you, people say this all the time. This is you taking five years off. Yeah, this is me taking five years off. A daily podcast, live in the kitchen, uh, live blogging in one city, one county. Everybody's like, wait, when did you start doing all this stuff in Douglasville? I'm like, well, that's, that's where I live, and that's as far as I can go. You know, I know I, I had an international trip book, can't go. It was like, can I, is that, please tell me that wasn't a non-refundable ticket. Oh, no, you had the insurance. Okay, here's your money back, right? Please tell me. Oh, and let me tell you, I even went down, and let me, the 12 Hotel, 12 Hotel was like, no, nah, that was boo-boo. That was non-refundable. I'm like, that big, I had put down a deposit, y'all. I promise y'all, in that year one, in year one, after spending a um, couple of days in the hospital with my mom, and I'm like, whoa, this is not going to be. And basically what happened was, you know, you start, when your parents get older, you start having those trips to the emergency room. And this particular time, she was admitted. It's like, oh, this one's going to be a minute. And I went over, I had put down this, Healthy deposit. I had put down this deposit on at the twelve hotel, uh, for this event, and they were like, uh, "No, we don't do those refunds." And I was like, "I have an emergency situation." They were like, "No, we don't do those." <laughs> like, so mind you, I'm 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 hella mad coming because it's New Year's Eve. Everybody knows I used to do this great media event of telling your story New Year's Eve. So mind you, I'm over there at the hospital looking at looking up looking out the window over there at twelve hotel. Think about that. Got my dad going money, <laughs> and I listen. And I'm not trying to undermine. I'm not mad, and I'm not trying to throw shade, backlash, or tell y'all be careful what you're doing at, at the twelve and then like that because I think it's a great facility, and I may go back one day. But um, I'm just you. I forgot what I was gonna say. I was trying not to throw. I was trying not to. But then I was like, wait a minute, that still was your money. <laughs> like, they would not give you your deposit back. But, oh, I, I was about to say, I'm not trying to, I'm never, 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 never about undermining anybody's business model. And I understand. They felt, 
felt sorry for me, but that's re- that's what the deposit is for. When you cannot, because I'm not, I, I don't want y'all ever out there trying to undermine anybody's business. But that's what that deposit was for because I was not able to complete that date. And I'm like, well, thank you for only wanting just a deposit because they could have come after me. And in the, in the favor they did show was, you know, because you when you having a, a event on New Year's Eve. You order a lot of food. It's like, thank you for not coming after me for the rest. When they was like, oh, no, it's not refundable. And daughter was like, the daughter used to mommy turn, mommy, you about, we about to turn up in now. Come on, thank you. Because I was like, girl, come on, let's go. Because they could have been like, you, got, you still owe us the rent, right? They was like, no, we'll just go with the deposit. And I was like, I'm not going to give me that deposit back. That's all right. We'll just go with the deposit and we'll just, you know, thank you. Thank you for considering us. And I'm like. Thank you. And she was like, because I have, I have been in that. I have, I have had those events where you still got to pay all that money. Cause I, cause I'm a GoPro person. I wasn't about to have y'all show up at a restaurant and say, can y'all please tip your waitress? Can y'all please order stuff? I don't do those events. I like my, I like my stuff in a private room. I like to go ahead and pay for the catering so y'all can eat much, as much as you want. Y'all know if you've been to my event. I'm not one of those, like, let me just get the, the free room over here and y'all please buy some so we can come back. No, that's not how we roll. We, we go pro. I, I love to go pro myself. But that particular year, I'm like, okay. We're starting to have to cancel some stuff. We're starting to have to postpone some stuff. It's time to just go ahead. Let me just go ahead. Needs over wants, right? I want to do, I had planned for um, 2014 to be, because I had spent two, y'all know me, I spent two years, I went off of that, invested in that conference, and I came back with this five-year plan. And literally, 2012, I went to a conference, I spent two years trying to, work on my five-year plan. I was getting ready to kick it off 2014, and, and that's not what happened. I had to lose those deposits. But then I said, well, you know what? I could do it. I could scale it down. I could automate this. I wrote the books. Can't go, can't go on the speaking circuit. I'll go ahead and write the books. That way I can send the books. I can still have a booth. I can still keep the brand out there. Um, and then one year became two. Two became three. Three became four. And I'm still sitting here. Four has just become five. But I have to look at it like a blessing. So, and yes, I experienced FOMO. I remember couldn't go to this, that, the other. And the day that I said, okay, now it's time to come back. Let me see if I can go and cover an event. Let me see if I can, you know, put the face back on, you know, the, the blogging face and the blogging fingers. And the very first event I went to is like, did Oprah just walk by me? I'm, I'm like, look, I'm, I'm in this place, this venue, and it's like so hot. And I'm like, and I felt this little, you know how you you cipher up AC. I felt this AC come around this corner. And I'm like, and I just snuck my little behind around that corner because I was like, I'm about to fall out. It's so hot up in here. And mind you, I didn't realize. And then I saw the little security guy. Okay, you better go. Because I, I have learned to recognize professional security. I ain't talking about you putting Pookie on the staff or volunteer shirt. I'm talking about pro security, security that will take you down if you take another step. I, I, because I'm a blogger and I have had to be in some spaces where you need to recognize what top, not top flight security, but what top security look like and certainly what secret service look like, okay? Because I have been in places and spaces where there has been both. I have been assigned uh, secret service. In my style, in, my, in, the, in the life that I have lived, I have been assigned secret service, okay? So I'm just saying, y'all, I have been in some places and spaces. I have hosted some people, not to drop name, just telling you some game. I have hosted some people who are assigned secret service. So I know what security looks like at every level. 
and it, you'd be surprised. And so I saw this gentleman. I'm like, that's a door. He's guarding it. I'm just going to cheer right here. As long as he don't say, ma'am, you can't be back here. I'm like, oh, and I'm, he, saw, he, he probably noticed I was flush cut up, probably about to have a heart attack because it was hot in there. And lo and behold, he opens the door, and Oprah comes flying through. I'm like, wait a minute. Wait, hold up. Was that Oprah? And I'm like, and one thing I do know as a blogger is when people part the sea of people, go behind them. So she goes, she takes the steps up on the stage. I walks around to the front of the stage. Dude, I point to, there's a dude on the front row with an empty seat next to him. So clearly his plus one didn't show up. And I was like, I, I just mouth, you know, point, is anybody sitting right there? He was like, come on, come on, come on, have a seat, have a seat, enjoy yourself. Come on. I was like, okay, I'm sitting front row. This is what, this is when, when you place needs over wants. Now, mind you, I was there at press, as press. I was supposed to be in the back of the room. Press had been long escorted out, but y'all know that ain't me, right? So apparently, I missed the, I missed the memo when they told press I had to go because I had, I was back there trying to get some AC. So I'm sitting there, and y'all seen the video? Y'all seen the video? Because I was live, you know I me. Mean? I was like, let me get this, let me get this. I'm like, Oprah's on stage up here, and she walks right over into my shot. Now, mind you, that's my Oprah story. But my Holy Ghost moment in that moment, let me give y'all the Holy Ghost moment, okay? Because one, I was irritated because like Oprah Pan was stuck in her boot. And I'm like, I'm like, you know, you know, we women, we women. And I just realized, I know, like as a woman, I know she want to be told, like, fix your pants. You know, I know because as a woman, you want somebody to tell you these things. But yet I'm getting ready to have this Holy Ghost moment because I know that over the past five years, I have placed what my family needed over what I wanted. And here is this moment of my guardian angels in all of the universe, because Oprah even wrote the book about doing this. Is out there, she got a book called The Path Made Clear. And I'm sitting there, and my path was made clear, and I'm like, all that FOMO I felt in all those years and all those events and things that I had to miss, including going to the White House and meeting the Obamas and all that kind of stuff. And I'm sitting there like, whoa, here comes that Holy Ghost moment. When you do what you are supposed to do and what you are called to do and what is more than necessary, and when you look after your needs over your wants, and Oprah, as Oprah is standing there in front of me, and I am live streaming this moment with her, and she is standing there, and she is saying that we, as humans, act out of either love or fear. Love or fear. And I, I'm sitting there having this Holy Ghost moment because they have, at that time there had been nothing that I hadn't experienced worse than fear. I had experienced every level of fear known to man, to man and womankind. And she comes over and gets right in my shot, and I got the best shot, and she is like, whoa. Because I'm thinking she finna call security because I'm standing there filming, and she don't like to be filmed when she's speaking, but she doesn't she point. Security doesn't roll up on me. I'm just going to put it that way, you know. But I, I still put the camera down because I'm like, okay, you need to be in this moment because this is confirmation. This is confirmation that when you were told five years ago, you go ahead and do this, life is going to wait. Life is all of these things that you want to do, all these things you're saying no to, all of this time that you're having to spend um, following this oxygen cord around the house trying to figure out what is your mama at now? What is she doing now? 
It's life is going to wait. Opportunity is going to wait. It's going to continue knocking. Not only is it going to continue knocking, it's going to hold this door open for you. Stop letting people tell you these doors are closed. Stop tell. Stop letting people tell you these ceilings ain't broken, honey. Let me tell you, these ceilings are broken. These doors are open. Stop knocking on open doors. Walk your behind on in because when you put your priorities become what you need over what you want, you won't have a problem getting out of bed. You will not have a problem getting out of bed, but you one other thing, you got to do it together. It's not a me thing, and I had spent all that time, and I had gotten to that day at that conference trying to figure out all by myself, all by myself, like how do I do this? How do I take this year off? Well, trying to figure it out all by myself how to take that year off so that I could do it all, it was not going to work. It was not going to work. It wasn't until, listen, I said to family, listen, y'all, we got to figure out how to, we, we got to figure out how to do this. I can't do it all. And lo and behold, somebody was already trying to do it by themselves. I was like, listen, let's do this together. Let's do this together. You do this, you do that, I do this, I do that, I do that. Let's figure this thing out. And that one year became two, and that two year became three, and that three year became four, and that now we're at five. And, man, we are the strongest family you ever want to see. We are the strongest family out there. And I'm going to tell you, before all this happened, our family was so splintered. We, didn't, we were all in the same house. Didn't know what one person was feeling, didn't know what the other person was doing, wasn't putting the money together. Man, I God, I still think to this day how much money was rolling up through there. But those weren't the things that were important. It wasn't until then. When I rolled up on that hotel, my daughter was like, I'm going with you. We're going to get this. We're going to get this. We need this money back. Because, man, we don't know what this road is. We're going to go over here to this hotel, get this money, get this deposit back. And then we were like, man, they were like, oh, no, we're going to keep this deposit, you know, because we could be charging the whole thing. And I'm like, you know, I appreciate that. I appreciate that. We're going to go ahead and leave y'all alone. Let y'all have this. <laughs> I'm just saying. Because we realize, we realize our togetherness, y'all. And that's one of the things I'm so thankful for right now. I can get out of this bed because there's some togetherness going on up in here. Um, but you got to do it now. You got to stop worrying about things that happened in the past. You notice on this, I, all the things I said that has happened, those are things that we're saving. Those are the good moments. There's some bad moments. There's some very hurtful moments. Uh, I've never known the heartbreak that I experienced in the last five years. I've never known the fear. I'm talking about a fear that fear. I'm talking about, I experienced over the last five years. I experienced that kind of fear that was stopped. When people said, take your breath away. It stopped you from breathing. When I'm talking about the nervousness and the angst and the inevitable, man, I faced so many inevitables. Like, oh, wait, this happens at this point in life? I faced so many freaking inevitables over the past five years. And here I am telling you how to get out of bed. Uh, here I am just trying to tell you in my story and in my hindsight, I don't know what you thought you did when you hit this button, but... Listen, this is a conversation I have, I have to have with myself because I got to get out of this bed and I got to go do it again for another day. And I'm like, and I know, I know, I know, I know there's somebody trying to figure this thing out, but you cannot do it now until you can look, look where, write it down, put it on your vision board. And this, that's the thing about these vision boards. A lot of us are doing these vision boards and then you get, start your year off with all this anxiety because you want, you want all that stuff. But and 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 I seen the vision boards not and because people bring them when they come to the the workshops and the sessions with me and I'm like okay well what do you need but what 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 do, what do you need I understand what you want right because you showing me this person's got you want that manicure you you say you want that success but I think you just want that manicure girlfriend the other day 
told me last week, I was I put on that like y'all that has got to be a better Medicare. I'm so tired of these people one taking my money, won't don't want to give us upfront pricing, and then they out there learning all these um all these war tactics because you want to uh just have a discrepancy over their service and their price, and you get to the cash register and they done quoted you this and it's this, and now here they come trying to circle all around you. I'm like, oh no, y'all ain't for no, uh uh-uh, uh, I'm not coming back. Nope, not me. And my girlfriend was like, girl, you better go to the drugstore. They got this little kit. You just press them on. I was like, you know what? I'm going to do that for a minute because I'm tired. And, and, and one, I only need it while I'm doing the video. <laughs> okay? I only need it while I'm while I'm cooking because people are all on my hands. Right? And then I could check because I'm like, I need a break. And I know y'all like what a black nail takes. I'm, let me just tell you. I'm not even like, y'all don't, don't tag me. Don't even send me the referral. And I'm not saying I don't want to because I'm just saying I think it's wrong that we keep running to people who've been trying to do us right after we get done wrong. And I don't want to run up in somebody's space and say, oh, you know, I don't spend, because you know how we do, spend all that money over there, and then they're looking at you, you know, and I'm like, listen, I'm going to just go down to these things with like $9. My hands don't hurt. My fingers, they ain't tortured. And they've been on, they've been on now about a week and a half. I'm missing one because <laughs> I, I, I was networking yesterday, honey. I had to come home and give the hands a good washer. So I got to I got to press that one back on. And, but look, out of that, because you know, and I'm a hand washer. Let me, y'all know I'm a hand washer because I got all this natural soap up in here. But I'm a hand washer because I, I have to network, and I don't like bringing home germs because y'all will be sick as hell and show up at the network and trying to shake everybody's hands and hugging on folks. So I'm a hand washer. I wash my hands all day, and I still have nine. I got nine, and, and y'all know I'm I'm full on transparent, right? So I noticed uh, as I looked down, I got I saw one of them come off in my sleep somewhere um, because I came as soon as I walk in the house at night. The first thing I do is I am I am washing these hands. I'm not a germaphobe and then like that, but y'all just some germy people. Y'all are really are, and I love you and I love taking your business card and shaking your hand and all this kind of stuff. But I'm a hand washer, and to say that for the past week, I mean some of them holding on really really good. You know, I, I got two that I have to continuously press. But they're on, and I ain't going to shout them out because, hell, I ain't seen no affiliate program yet, yet. But uh, I'm going to rock with these for a minute until I do get a nail tech. Say, hey, listen, I'm, I'll do, and I don't even know if I want one because I, I, I literally want, I went in, I, I just want like a basic manicure that's going to get me through my Wednesday episode. I don't even want my hands like, I don't want all that. I don't, just like, I just want like a nice polish. So anybody that wants to partner with that and get shouted out on in the kitchen. But see, I know people don't realize the value in that kind of amplification. And I don't want to go. And I, and I know I can go to the good people that are already on the Forbes list. But I'm trying to help put somebody on the Forbes list. So if you would like to take on my hands, uh, which are absolutely gorgeous. Okay. Uh, did y'all see that Halle, Halle Berry posted a picture of a butterfly and everybody was like going in on her hands? I'm like, y'all know how old that lady is. Come on now. Okay, I'm like, have y'all have y'all seen those yoga poses Halle Berry know how to do? I'm like, I'm trying to get out of bed. I'm like, Halle Berry, please stop. No, help, help us out. Y'all, we, we got to go take this yoga. I'm like, Halle over there doing all kind of handstands at 50 plus. I'm like, girl, go ahead. But anyway, what's your what's your need? Of, what's your now? Now, every time you hear today, here's our exercise for today. And it's Sunday. We're going along because we had to do a review. Sometimes we go long. 
Um, and you always, always know, let me tell you how this breakdown, 15 minutes, you got it. You need 15 minutes, take it and go 30 minutes. Okay. You got a little bit more by the 45. We all up in the story time and then we just hanging out cause this topic is good. But if you want to figure out what you should be doing now, if you ever have a question, if you ever can't get out of bed, if you ever wondering about anything, even especially the people that are around you, cause that's your togetherness, right? Those are the ones you got to do it with together, 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 together. Right now it's me, Petty Betty and the dog, me, Petty Betty and the dog. Do y'all hear how quiet the dog is? Cause he has agreed that together we must let her get through her podcast. And y'all know the dog, the dog knows my trigger words. He knows when I stop talking, the podcast is done. Y'all should see him coming here with everything that he needs, right? Now, Petty Betty takes care of his needs, but he know to come to me because I got what he want, them snacks, okay? <laughs> he knows that Petty Betty is a need, and when he wants, you know, needs over wants, he knows I, I go to the snack cabinet because he knows if he bothers me long enough, I'm going to the snack cabinet, and, you know, but together. Uh, so today... And all that you get ready to do, and I know there's a lot that we do because we, we're so afraid of FOMO, fear of missing out. There's a lot that you're going to do today um, that just going to feel good, right? Um, but I want you to think about it. Is it a real, is it a need or a want? What I want you to do, I want to make sure that you're not medicating the needs with the wants. Like, you know, it's been the weekend, it's the weekend, and you're thinking, okay, well, I'll deal with that on Monday. Let me tell you, I have the best Mondays ever. And why I have the best Mondays ever is because I take care of those needs. I learned, something I learned in, in the five, last five years was that procrastination. I had to put the procrastination aside and I had to take care. The dog is in here. He is over there snoring. Uh, I had to take care of the priorities. I had to be present, present, present. I got to be in the now, right? You know, I, I, there's a lot that I want to do, but what am I doing now? And that is the needs of the once. When my Monday come, I don't want to then come out of this amazing weekend realm and now, okay, here's everything that needs to be taken care of. Get that stuff. Take care of some of that stuff on Thursday so you can then enjoy your Friday and your weekend. And then Monday comes around, you just ease right on into it. You don't have all that anxiety creeping in. On a Sunday, like I said, the Falcons, I think they're playing a late game today. You know, I don't know what time they're playing, but, you know, you got your weekend got to come to that abrupt halt because of all those, all your needs you put aside. Stop trying to medicate those needs and understand those are things that just have to get done. And if you, you, they will never go away. Use that end. Know that it will never go away. They will always be there. What are your needs over your wants? So that's your exercise. And if it's something that you need and you are not the total resource for that, Who's, who can you do it with together? Who can you do it with together? And you know, the funny part is people are giving us lessons and they don't even know it. Can I get y'all to do me a favor? If somebody has given you a lesson, I need you to acknowledge that. Because remember, people want attention. And there's good and there's bad attention. But there's also something called gratitude. Something we don't do. And I'm going to tell you, over the last five years, there's, when you are satisfying a need, that, a need whether it's yours or somebody else's, the gratitude is optional. It, like, it may or may not happen. But what, what, what will happen if you don't give the right attention and if you don't show the right gratitude, you will soon feel an absence. I'm writing that down. Right? If you don't take care of your needs over your wants, you will soon feel an absence and the worst absent you absence you want to feel is a person that is no longer 
in your life and you then realize one day you need them. (laughs) So that's why I say you need to do it now. And I'm just so thankful that I, I chose my need to, for attention in doing this podcast, this amazing revelation comes through. So if you really want a revelation, you don't want to listen to you looking at that podcast. You're like, Ooh, that was like 30 minutes. Ooh, that was, Ooh, that was an hour and a half. Listen, you can fast forward. You can't do it while I'm live, but you can come back later and you can fast forward. In fact, on some of the, um, some of the, depending on what platform you are, there's a whole full on transcript. There's also a, a, a timestamp, you know, say at the timestamp, she said this, that, the other. If you really want to get it, cause I try to do a summary at the end, like go over there to, uh, Anchor, Spotify, Apple podcasts, Google podcasts, all them podcast places. And just listen at the last five minutes. Cause the last thing I do is I go back. Cause these are not scripted. Okay. The, I, I'm, I'm writing this stuff down as I go. And I wrote down, I wanted to talk about how to wake up now. I wanted to wake up in the now. The only way to do stuff now is you got to do it together with somebody else. You got to put away the FOMO, the fear of missing out. You can't do anything when you're afraid. You have fear of missing out, right? And you got to find your family. Maybe the one you're born into. It may be the one that you crafted and created. It may be the one that you just blessed with. It might be the one you keep looking to your left and your right. And them people are still there. That's family, right? Okay, and it may be just because you want some kind of attention. There is nothing wrong. We're human. We're human or human nature. We want attention and we want people to be grateful for the attention we give them. You know, we want we want gratitude. We want gratitude. I, man, I'm telling you, when I used to have to spend my days, I used to get so mad. I'm like, man, taking care, being a caregiver, let me tell you, the gratitude in a caregiver is like, uh, that's a hindsight. That that stuff comes way later. You like, man, you get mad. People, caregivers spend a lot of time mad because you have you have to take care of a lot of need. Like, oh man, here's the need of the day, right? And you have to give up. You have to walk away from a lot that you want. I had to walk away from a lot, but what I have right now, I didn't even know this existed. The love that I know now, the love, the absolute love. Look, write that down, right? I'm telling y'all. The absolute love that I know now, okay, dog, dog snoring loudly, um, I never knew. And so that's why I have so much gratitude for it. So I'm going gonna, I'm gonna to read this and we're going to stop. Your exercise today, our exercise today is throughout the rest of the day. And all the things we do, just know if it was a need or a want. Because if most, and you might be at that place in life where you can, because you don't, that's the season. I understand. You might be at that place where you can go after everything you want, everything you want. But make sure that you've taken care of all of your needs. Because, you know, I will like, I'm going to do this because I want to do this and I can catch that need. Let me tell you, that's going, that's that anxiety. You just going to add anxiety to your life, right? So enjoy, enjoy the things that you want. Enjoy the things that you want. Just make sure your needs are not going to suffer for them. Just make sure that you are still able to maintain some togetherness, that you're not out there undermining your friendships. Under, write that down. Undermining. I love that word. Make sure you're not undermining your friendships, undermining your relationships. Because people going after what they want, they call those like selfish people. Now, selfishness is is, a, is good to some extent, right? But you want to make sure that there's no malice, right? Write that down, malice, right? So if you're doing something that you want, if you get to spend the day doing something that you want, make sure that there's no malice and you're not undermining your needs, right? 
you're not out there trying to get attention just because you want it. That the attention you get, somebody's going to be grateful for it. That you're going to show some gratitude. Like, you're getting some attention. Make sure you're showing some gratitude. Okay? Everybody's looking at you. Be grateful. Everybody's on your site. Be grateful. Everybody's, like, loving on you. Be grateful. Make sure you're showing some gratitude. Because if you don't show gratitude, you are going to experience the absence. If you're undermining your needs because of what you want and you have some malice, you're going to experience an absence. Okay. And, and, and I mean, you just, people are just going to get tired of it. They're going to get tired of it and hopefully you get tired of it. All right. That's it. I need to get out this podcast because I want to go make of this, um, grill, make this grill video, of this grill, of this, I'm literally, y'all, I'm going to go put this camera on this fish as it cooks on this grill, and then I'm going to head out and enjoy the day, because I live in Atlanta, I live outside Atlanta, and there's a lot of stuff going on, and I got to go figure out how to get, stay on this Falcons bandwagon, I've got to go, um, oh my God, I got to see what Patty Betty's up to, and I think we're doing a salad, I think one of the reasons I'm grilling is the salmon, because we're going to make this big salad, because we need to have a week of eating salads because I have not been feeling my best because y'all got, you know, this, the, what they say, the dog days of summer. The summer is lingering, lingering and these temperatures are hot. People are still catching these summer colds and sharing these germs and all that kind of stuff. So that's what we're going to do is we're going to make a salad this week. Uh, but I'm going to go grill this salmon because it's in the marinade and I know I'm going to run out. Uh, what else do we have going on? I will be spending my week. You know, when do you go about the business making money? Let me tell you because people do ask. Uh, it's called AskDryerBuzz.com. My appointments for the week are now booking. If you want to know how to create buzz now, now I'm going to tell you what you need to create buzz so that you can really truly have more days where you get to enjoy what you want and, and without undermining your needs. Um, what was the other thing? There was something else. Oh, uh, a couple of events. I just shared a couple of events. Something's coming to the neighborhood. Um, what was it? It was something else that I'm doing that I was trying to think of. I'm, we're still getting ready for the 27th where you will be able to download some courses that I am recording for you as well. For those of you that, uh, ask at, for some of these talks at a convenience, uh, oh, leading women, save the date, save the date. You got a full on year leading women live. And that's going to take place September 13th, 2020, as we um, get closer to election season. So Leading Women Live. We're counting down Leading Women each week uh, on Leading Women, the podcast. Leading Women, the podcast happens on Tuesdays in a live environment at 4 p.m. In a, in a podcast environment thereafter. We're counting down one whole year of of in in and through 2020 before we have to make uh, a major decision in our world and want to make sure that women are doing well throughout this process okay and let me can i tell y'all on the undercurrent um if you've not yet thought about the one what does happen you keep hearing like who wants the nomination who of all these candidates there are people right now, there are meetings, and see, I tell you, I'm subject to a lot of stuff. I wasn't even in the room, but people come out of the room talking, and I know when to listen. Um, 
people are getting ready to solicit solicit support. They're out there meeting to try to figure out who's going to go to these conventions to make that nomination. When you hear that the political candidate has to get the nomination of their party, the people who make those nominations are getting ready to solicit you for that for your support that they go to the convention to make that nomination. They are in your city, your county, and all the all around you having meetings, okay, and trying to figure out. So if you if you want to be and, I, and and what I'm really noticing, I'm I'm noticing who who I'm noticing two things: people who are overly concerned because overly concerned with politics, and then I'm I'm watching the people who are unbothered by the politics because we want to be what unbothered. But I'm just saying there are people who are about to who are getting ready to solicit your support. Yes, you got the Democratic candidates and the well, I don't well, I think we might have some Republican candidates. Republicans over there trying about trying to figure out how to overthrow Trump, y'all. So they trying to figure out, you know, Trump might have to go up against somebody for the nomination. But the people who make the nomination are getting ready to solicit your support as well because people are like well man if we don't vote next year why is this thing because let me tell you we are always in political season there is no such thing it's political pol- politics is always right so they're they're at they're already at the table trying to figure out how to convince somebody to pay for it and then how to convince you to cast your vote for the people that's going to go and make the nomination of the president and these are people who are already in your togetherness they are your neighbors and they want to represent your neighborhood, okay? They want to represent your vote at these conventions. And that's why Leading Women podcasts and other other podcasts that I do are so important because those are voices. And you know nobody rocks the vote more than women. And that's why we want to make sure that we are um, discussing this thing all along the way on Leading Women Podcast. So join us Tuesday as we talk about this process and who are these people that are getting ready to pop up that many of them, some of y'all have never heard before, unless you keep your, your grind, your togetherness, you keep your togetherness all up and in the know. Uh, some of these people you will never have seen before. Many of them we do know, and those are the ones that they, that the powers that be are soliciting that they go for this thing so that people don't always end up having to vote for strangers, right? So you so watch for that. That's something that's coming. I wanted to make sure I, I tell you about. And you know what? They want attention, but what do we want on what would we want in exchange for that attention? You want some gratitude. You want some gratitude. People I hear people, all kind of people. Remember I told you the little girls come on, let's get you famous. They were trying to craft their posts on people want attention, but we also want what do people want in exchange? gratitude. They want you to be grateful for the attention they're giving you. And they're coming with you now and they're coming at you based on your needs over your over your wants. They want to be they people have to get in order to elect the president, you gotta elect the people that elect the president. I'm just saying. You gotta elect the people that nominate the president and then you know that you elect the people who elect the president, right? You go cast your vote, your vote tells the people you elected how you want them to elect the president. Okay? And I hope I said that right. So anyway, but that that depends on what's your. To, let's talk about that tomorrow on the next podcast. We're gonna have okay. Wake up together. Wake up together will be on Monday. Come Monday, we're gonna talk about how to wake up together. 
Wake, I'm going to write, go ahead and write it down so I don't forget because you know my memory. All right, tomorrow, 24 hours from now, we will talk about how to wake up together. And I'm going to talk about what, what is your togetherness. Because I, five years before now, I thought it was just me. And my family came and said, Mommy, it's not just you. My dad, it's not just you. My cousins, it's not just you. You know, my mom, don't do this by yourself. In fact, my mother left me with this word, gather, gather. And that's all I, when she passed, I, everywhere I looked, I saw that word, gather. My mother, my mother did not let go until we gathered. My mother did not let go until she heard some laughter in the room. And there we were embracing this laughter. And I looked at mommy and mommy was trying to slip away. I'm like, girl, don't you do this. I promise you. She waited until we gathered. She waited until I realized the one, the, the very moment she left was when I realized I was not, but when, I, when it was obvious, I was not going to be by myself. Because I literally said, I, I said the words that, that my cousin was on the way. And we, we started talking, we started laughing, and, and I'm, 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 anyway, y'all, bye. I promise y'all, y'all better discover your togetherness, okay? Discover your togetherness. We're going to talk about it come Monday. How to wake up together. Go wake up together with somebody, y'all. Have a, do I say have my thing on here? Do me one, let, one more favor. Let's do this together. Okay, want to do this together? Y'all ready? Go. Go now to DryerBuzz.com and follow at DryerBuzz on Twitter, Instagram, and Facebook. It's all about the buzz. Yeah.